Welcome to the Bubble Lounge. I'm Martha Jackson, and today Nellie is off on a boat with her family in the Hamptons somewhere, and so it's just me. And when we left off last week, we were talking about pickleball, and neither one of us knew what the heck it was. And so I invited Ben Paquette, who is the pickleball teaching pro from Brookhaven Country Club. Thanks for joining us, Ben. Hi, thanks for having me, Martha. So I'm so excited to hear the history of this sport because I kept picturing people swatting around pickles on a court. I had no idea what it was, and I just keep hearing about it. So I want to hear from the ambassador. What is pickleball? Well, pickleball is a sport that ironically doesn't have pickles, (laughs) but it is a very fun sport, and it was created around 1965 off the coast of Washington State in Bainbridge Island. Um, The story goes that a family was looking for something to do one day, and the father had some gear in the garage, and he had a badminton net, um, he had some ping pong paddles, and some wiffle balls, and he had a couple of kids, and he wanted to play a game, so they just basically put the badminton net out on the garage, or the driveway, and they started playing this miniature tennis type of game, and in the process of playing it, he realized that he needed to adjust the rules so all of the kids could basically have a fair chance of playing because they were either too fast, too slow, too tall, too short, so he made all these different rules to make a game that was fair for all different skill sets, and then and that created a game called Pickleball, and... As far as the name and the pickle (laughs) side of things, I have a version of the story that I was told where they were also into boating and crew. And there is a pickle boat, which is the boat and the gear that's at the boathouse. And it's basically the boat that either comes in last place and has all the old leftover stuff that they use, like the old rows, the old live jackets, the old gear. And because this was a sport of leftover stuff, they decided to call it pickleball. Okay, I love how how the name came about, but how do you actually play this game? So this game is traditionally played with four people on a court about the third of the size of a tennis court. It's roughly 40 feet long, maybe 44 feet long, and 20 feet wide. And you have two people on either side of the net, and you use a paddle that is like an oversized ping pong paddle and basically a ball that's like a wiffle ball. And you serve it cross-court underhand, and then the return comes cross-court anywhere, and basically, you have to let the serve bounce, like in tennis, and the return has to bounce. And once those two balls have bounced one time, you can volley or take a ball out of the air, no matter where you are on the court, except for the front seven feet of your side of the court, which is called the non-volley zone. So there's a little bit of strategy by hitting softer shots just over the net in front of your opponent, which is counterintuitive to tennis, where you're usually trying to pass your opponent or lob over your opponent. So now you've brought the game up in front of each other with a ball that doesn't bounce very high, which lends itself to people getting closer together as they're hitting harder, and it gets really interesting because you're pretty close to your opponent. And that's what's unique about pickleball. So you were talking about when it got started that the family had various skill levels. So what kind of skill levels do you have to have to play? So when you talk about skill levels, you're talking there's ratings as far as like a 2-0 all the way up to a 6-0 as far as ratings. But as far as skill levels, some people are taller than others so they can reach. Some people are faster than others so they can move quicker. Some people are shorter than others so they can get low. So someone that's maybe not super fast but super tall has a lot of reach so they can cover a lot of ground without 
without moving. Someone that's super short maybe can't get tall, but they can also get low and hit really touch soft shots. So there's really no specific way to only win based on one type of strategy. There's a lot of different ways to win, and I think that that's why different skill sets can actually beat other skill sets, and it's kind of a fair game that way. Yeah, yeah. So they have ratings exactly like tennis does, it sounds Correct. like. Yeah, we're, we're developing a rating system in pickleball that mirrors the tennis rating system, and it's not without its flaws, and there's a lot of, you know, dialogue about it as far as whether it's fair or accurate, but it's a process, right. and things take time, and it's getting there. So are there leagues like TCD? There are leagues. There's the TCD League, which I helped form with a group of very nice ladies and gentlemen. Probably about a year and a half ago, we formed a board and kind of like got the league started, and we went from roughly 20 teams in the first season to about 30 or 40 teams in the second season, oh, Wow! and it's growing. Um, different cities have leagues. Um, we're working on mixed leagues for TCD, hopefully, um, but the club are having internal leagues as well. But the biggest draw for pickleball is actually tournaments. There's over four or 500 tournaments a year all across the country. And you can go to a website and see any tournament, any city and go join it. And there's anywhere from 60 people to 2000 people that descend upon one town for three or four days. Oh, wow. So you've mentioned that you teach a lot of people and I know you teach both men and women, but I'm just curious, what's the difference between teaching males and females? Oh, wow. That's a really, really good question. So like, Teaching guys is kind of like the old adage, you know, guys don't ask for directions, right? Yep. So teaching guys is tougher than teaching ladies, to be honest. Guys really just want to hire you and to compete against you and uh, test themselves against you. Yes. And the, the smarter guys will actually say, what did I do wrong there? And they'll learn. But other guys will just keep trying to do the same thing, <laughs> trying to beat you so they can say they beat the pro, which is fine. But they usually learn. I try to make sure they learn. But ladies are a whole different bag. Um, I teach quite a bit of ladies, sure. any, from any age of you know 25 all the way up to 80. And to be honest, it's really, really entertaining to teach ladies because they're eager to learn, they want to learn, and they're very good at having fun. Don't get me wrong, they're very competitive, <laughs> but they are very good at having fun and laughing at themselves. I have a specific group of ladies I've been teaching for quite some time, and it's kind of in this, this area of Dallas. And a funny story about that is like, I was teaching them all one day, and they were really having trouble with the mechanics of this one specific shot. And so I started kind of showing them the shot, but it wasn't translating because they weren't quite moving their bodies the right way. And then I was like, oh, my gosh, in my brain, it just kind of was in a pivot. like, I'm going to have to do that classic thing where the <laughs> pro reaches from – behind and puts one hand over the shoulder, then uh, one hand on the paddle yes. and kind of helps them do Guide the motion. Along. And uh-huh. I'm like, this is so just classic, but so like funny that I'm doing this. And so I start doing it with one of them and then I do it <laughs> with another one. I know where this is going. And then the third lady goes, when's it my turn? <laughs> and I go, huh? She goes, I want to be next. And I just busted out laughing, and then they all busted out laughing. And I go home, and I tell my girlfriend, she goes, see, I told you it was going to happen. But it was just so funny. But at the end of the day, they were having fun with it. I was right. having fun with it. And I would known these ladies for like eight months. Yeah, so you know? you so it was kind of a it. joke. Yeah. But they're so, so funny. you know. And that's just kind of one of the funny things about pickleball. It's like <laughs> teaching the ladies is a whole different bag than teaching the guys. Um, I much prefer to teach ladies because they are eager to learn, and they take instruction a lot better than guys. Guys are just so stubborn. But at the end of the day, it's fun to teach both, and it's a challenge, and I enjoy it. 
So with anything, I feel like things start out as a fun sport and then it immediately gets very competitive. I know that the people in our neighborhood are extremely competitive and like to outdo each other. And so tell us about some of the things that some some funny things you've seen on the court oh gosh so yeah you talk about playing a game and the operative word being playing game but competition <laughs> and scorekeeping kind of make those things to where even Pictionary can feel like you know World War three right <laughs> right but at the end of the day you get on the court and you want to win and I think the most entertaining aspect of pickleball competition is in mixed mixed doubles um, uh, a good pro that I've been taught from Steve Dawson calls mixed doubles mixed troubles <laughs> because basically it's a therapy session on the pickleball court and when you bring some baggage onto the court between a couple and that ball goes right through the middle you don't know who's going to hit it and usually there's some eye rolling and some that was your ball not mine and the next thing you know the uh, the dinner's ruined and the night's over, but if you try to remain calm and have fun with it and laugh at yourself, it's a little bit easier. <laughs> so almost like marriage counselor, for counseling, sure, you were for saying, sure. I'm sure a lot of problems get worked out on the court. Or yeah. some, some, sometimes they probably start too, huh? Well, you know, I mean, I do a lot of lessons <laughs> for couples and sometimes I feel like I've been, I've been hired to teach, but... <laughs> 30 minutes into the lesson, it's really the the wife or husband is just wanting me to say they were right about something that happened two weeks prior. And I'm like, I know where you're going with this. I'm not going to say you're right, but maybe you're right. And then I see the C, I told you so. I'm like, oh gosh, here we go. So it turns into a therapy session, but at the end of the day, it's just about having fun. And hopefully they, they make peace with that thing that happened two weeks ago because it was just one point and they move on. <laughs> Well, it sounds like such a great, great uh, sport to bring people together, bring families together, bring friends together. And I know during COVID, it became extremely popular. That's literally the first time I'd started hearing about it. Yeah. So, you know, the sport kind of blew up a little bit after 2010 or 12, just with the uh, baby boomer generation trying to get into something that they were looking for after tennis, squash and racquetball. But I think COVID really accelerated things. People were tired of being inside and they were looking for something to do. And I saw somewhere on the internet, there was a list of things that were safe to do and the, the metric of how safe they were, like going on a plane, going to dinner. And one of them was pickleball. Oh, wow. And I was like, well, when that little word shows up in that scale of what's safe to do, you know, the sport's really growing quickly. And so people wanted to get outside and they wanted to be social with a group of people that they were okay being around. And I feel like it was very conducive for pickleball to just kind of exponentially grow. Yeah, it just it, it gave it that reason to just like get it on everybody's radar. For sure. It's easy to learn and it's fun and there's not a lot of equipment right. and it's outside. So it's kind of the perfect storm. And yeah, again, all skill levels. I love yeah. that. So you and I were talking before we started the show and you have worked with quite a few big names, celebrities. What is that like? Uh, it's kind of fun. You know, I've gotten, you know, being in the Dallas area, there's quite a few important people out here that are in, in, in all sorts of uh, facts of life, uh, sports, entertainment, whatnot. But I've gotten to teach some people that are that are on camera or people that play sports. And it's kind of surreal at first, you know, when you, when you meet a celebrity, but then you get on the court and you realize quickly how human we all are. Right. We're all you know? the same. 
Pickleball is a kind of a weird sport, and whether you're a professional tennis player or someone that's in front of the TV every night, the ball still bounces weird, and the net's still there, and <laughs> right. you still have to learn. So it's interesting to watch people learn. You know, I've gotten to teach a, a couple of really cool people. Uh, Brad Sham, the voice of the Dallas Cowboys, loves pickleball. He just found it. One of my really close friends introduced me to Brad, and he took his first lesson recently. He had a really good time. Um, the famous tennis player John Isner plays pickleball. He he likes it quite a bit. He 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 thinks it's a great sweat. It's a good workout, and he loves it. And even recently, I was watching him play in the French Open. He was, I think, in the third round. He's a great tennis player. Obviously, he's a professional tennis player, one of the best in the country. And I watched him hit a shot in his match that resembled a pickleball shot that you would hit from the baseline, oh. called the third shot drop. Uh-huh. And I was wondering about a year ago when we met him, I was like, I wonder when pickleball is going to start showing up in his tennis game. <laughs> and there you go. And he was like, hey, it won't happen. And then sure enough, <laughs> I saw it. And then when I texted, I was like, I saw that third shot drop, John. And he goes, yeah, you saw that, didn't you? <laughs> and so it was kind of funny to see him incorporate a little bit of pickleball yeah. in his tennis game. You know, maybe it was already there, but I like to think that pickleball had something to do with I it. I bet it inspired that move for sure. So just in looking at you, you look very much like an athlete, but you and I were talking and Apparently that hasn't been the case, and you attribute your fitness level to pickleball. Yeah, so so this is kind of gets into how I found pickleball. Really, um, in 2016, I, I was a financial planner, which I still am. I do insurance and financial planning, but I was 2016. I was 297 pounds. I can never picture that. And I was probably um, sore and tired. And stressed, and but I was still always a happy guy, you know. But I was just kind of beat down, you know. I was I was pushing the end of my thirties. Um, my father was having some health issues with a uh, heart stuff, and basically, I was getting a reality check about health. Sure. And I wanted to just get healthy, and I really did not like going to the gym. Um, I played sports my whole life. I was never bigger than two twenty. I played uh, hockey in college. I played soccer my whole life, and. I was trying to play tennis because it was a sport where you could play by yourself with one person and you didn't have to find 20 people to play a game of soccer. (laughs) But I realized quickly that my friends didn't play a lot of tennis and I couldn't find the time. And I went into my gym in Addison to get some water after trying to play tennis and I heard this weird noise. And I peeked in the the old school wood floor gym and there were these three older guys playing this sport that looked like miniature tennis indoors. And before I left, they said, grab that paddle. We need a fourth. Oh, wow. And I hopped on the court, and these really nice gentlemen that were 70 years old proceeded to beat me into submission (laughs) on the pickleball court and just destroy me. And I was like, what is this game? Why am I losing? This is so fun. And it reminded me of a game that my friends and I would have created out of nothing for fun one Saturday between soccer games just to have fun. But it just was super, super competitive and fun. And I came home like after two hours, and my girlfriend was like, where have you been? And I said... (laughs) I don't know what just happened, but I found these old guys, and they were really nice, and this sport is awesome, and my life is different. And I started playing, and I lost like 20 or 30 pounds just playing, still not eating that healthy. And then fast forward to 2019, I go to nationals at Indian Wells, and I do pretty well at 4-5, and then I play in the men's pro, and I don't do very well. And I asked the pros, what's wrong with my game? And they said, you're smart, and you're good, but you're slow. And I was like, well, I'm 265 pounds. And they're all like 20-something and 190. And I was like, maybe I should get in shape. 
And pickleball was the motivator. And I lost another 70 pounds during COVID while playing pickleball and eating right. Wow. And that's basically it. And so I've been 195 for over a year and I've kept the weight off. And pickleball is a huge, huge part of it. Yeah, yeah. Well, most of us gained weight during COVID. So yeah, I, guess... I think I gave it to all of y'all. <laughs> y'all got my weight. So thank yes, you very much. You evenly <laughs> distributed all over the place. Um, well, it sounds like if we start playing that maybe we could get rid of those COVID pounds that we you picked could. up. People think it's a slow sport on a small court, but I get quite a bit of steps and I burn quite a bit of calories and if you're not sweating you're not really moving and it's hard to play well and do good at pickleball do well and play good at pickleball if you're not moving sure so it's a lot of movement yeah, I need to come out and see you guys play. I've never seen the game played. It's super fun. I think, you know, <laughs> you're in the in the Park Cities in Holland Park. There's quite a few courts. I think Abbott Park has a couple of courts lined on its tennis court. Germany Park has some courts. Um, there's another, like, uh, there's a, a park by SMU right there by the dorms uh-huh. that has some tennis courts. Sure. And I've taught people in the area at all of those courts, and that's where I met some of my students that um, you connected me with. And, um, yeah, I think Holland Park and the Park City has done a very good job, actually, of incorporating pickleball into their tennis facilities, which is nice. So let's get to the fun stuff. Let's uh, talk about any crazy stories that you have on the court. You were talking about how you've worked with uh, couples and a lot of celebrities and things like that. And I'm sure while you're on the court, everyone's getting competitive. I'm sure things have come up and funny stories have happened. Well, yeah, I mean, the other day I was I was doing a lesson with Brad and um, Brad Sham, and he he was it was his first lesson, and he worked pretty hard, and he was like, "Man, this is a workout." And then next thing I know, um, he's like, "Let's take a quick break." And so we sit down, and then the lady that introduced us brings out a little bottle of that stuff called pickle juice, oh. <laughs> and it's actually for hydration and cramps. It's uh-huh. not actual pickle juice, but it's a product. And so we sit down, and then. Brad drinks the pickle juice, and he's like, have you heard of the pickle game? And he proceeds to tell us about the, I think it was the year 2000 or something, when the Cowboys and the Eagles played a game, and they cramped up because they didn't have enough pickle juice. And it was just funny to hear him tell that story, but it was really (laughs) surreal to sit there and play pickleball with Brad Sham with that iconic voice, and then him tell us about pickles, and then sit there and talk. It was just really cool. So I thought it was funny that he had correlated pickles with the sport, and that he liked the sport. (laughs) Um, But he's a super nice guy, and he was so analytical, and I was like... Brad, how's the ball going to go over the net if the paddle's facing there? He's like, you know what, Ben? It's just not going to go over the net, is it? So he starts <laughs> saying all these really analytical things, and he gets into it, and he's, he's, he's very, very intelligent, and he learns so fast. So it's just fascinating to see him do that. But um, as far as, as, far as the, the other funny stuff, it's really just more about people learning to laugh at themselves. I had a, I had a couple of students at the club today that were hitting balls, and they were like, well, I don't really want to go up to the net because if I go up to the net, they're just going to hit it really hard. And I'm like, well, if you hit it the right way, they can't hit it hard. And they go, oh, yeah, that makes sense. And so getting people to think outside the box and, and hit smart shots is kind of, you know, you think it would be simple, but it's kind of entertaining to me to see how people don't really see it until it after it happens. Like, oh, now I get it. So it's funny to me <laughs> that it takes a little bit to figure it out. But once you figure it out, it's like, why didn't I think about that three weeks ago? That's so much easier. Um, but other than that, um, I guess maybe the, the funniest thing that's happened in a while is I've had a, I've had a couple of, a couple of students that maybe forgot that the scoring was so important that they get to the point where they're just like zero, zero. I don't care what the score is. You know, I mean, they, they have such a hard time learning the scoring and how to say the scoring that they just give up. And I, I think that's a little entertaining. 
Other than that, I don't know. I don't really know. Well, it must be fun to see your uh, clients progress from, you know, they, they come to you not knowing a thing about the sport and then they progress and um, have probably gone on to win tournaments and yeah. become really good players. For sure. You know, the cool thing about this sport is, is you can start today, take some lessons, play a little bit, get to the skill level that fits your, your rating, like a 2.5 or 3.0 or whatever it may be, and then go play a tournament and maybe do well and win a, a medal. And there's a lot of people that have gotten past the age of 30 that forgot what it likes, what it feels like to win something. Yeah. And that really feels good to get a win, right? So it's really cool and it's really healthy from a mental and physical aspect to get a win and to compete at a, something that you never thought you would compete at. And sports are a really good way to test your medal, so to speak. You've sold me. I'm like excited to try it. There's so many benefits, health benefits, social benefits. It just all around sounds like the perfect sport. Now I understand what all the hoopla is about. Yeah, it's, it's, it's really easy to have fun. And my biggest motto in pickleball, as I told you before, is if you're not having fun, you're doing it wrong. I love that quote. You know, if it's you're perfect. not having fun, you're doing it wrong. At the, at the end of the day, laugh at yourself a little bit, push yourself, learn, grow, but have fun doing it. Because if COVID taught us anything, life is way too short not to have fun. Absolutely. And this sport is literally flat out fun. It is so important to have fun and enjoy life. Mm-hmm. How can people find you? So there's a couple of different ways to find me right now. Um, you can call up to Brookhaven, and they will give me any message that you leave at the uh, Tennis Pro Shop. Um, you can find me on Facebook at Ben Paquette Pickleball Instruction. I'm working on Instagram, and I'm working on TikTok. <laughs> oh, I, you know, those apps apparently are really good for the younger demographic, <laughs> but my demographic is still into Facebook, so I use a lot of Facebook. But I'll work on the other social media. My girlfriend gets on to me about that stuff. But right now, Brookhaven, reach out to me through there or through Facebook at Ben Paquette Pickleball Instruction. Well, I feel like to be in business today, you have to also become an entertainer, social media entertainer. Like you really that, do. That TikTok and Instagram Reels is so important to do. It's not about commercials anymore. <laughs> it's about social media. I know. You're own self-promotion. Well, it's been so fun to talk to you about pickleball. I'm really glad that you came in. Thank you so much. That's been another episode of the Bubble Lounge. I'm Martha Jackson, and we'll catch you next time.